GM, GM, welcome to the 75th consecutive episode of Wonky Weekly Alpha. That is correct, 75 straight weeks, not 74. I apologize, Yagaman, I don't know how I ended up putting the four instead of the five there. And I apologize, Ellis, I don't know how the intern messed up and, you know, put this for 12 hours later in the middle of the evening rather than the correct set time. But I appreciate both of y'all for the corrections and for helping get us to where we are right now. Um, so if you are new and you were in the audience for the first time, which I recognize the majority of y'all down there, feel free to hit that request button. We'll bring some of you guys up here. Actually, we'll bring all you guys up here. It's not nearly as intimidating as what it looks like. Um, and yeah, you know, we do this episode every single week just to hang out, catch up on the vibes of the community, see what's going on in the NFT marketplace and just the marketplace in general. So feel free to hit that request button, come on up, join the crew, and we will get rolling. Mr. Rooster, what is going on, my man? What up, what up? Uh, just counting how many of these mashups Yakima just posted on mine. I'm at like 13 right now, so <laughs> 14. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I put this man through a lot of work mashing countless rugs that I've bought into. Yeah, I was gonna say Yakima needs to come up here now that he's officially officially already doxed his voice. I see no need or no reason why he shouldn't come up here and talk to some of the some of his, some of his favorite mashups. Because the last time he came up, we just basically got to hear about Italian water. And, you know, I don't know if he actually really did get a dive into his favorite mashups, which is one of the things that we were promised whenever he first brought up coming up here in the first place. Final number is 17. So out of all, all the mashups he just posted, 17 are mine. You know, I wish I could do the, like, you know, the meme where you're kind of going like, I, I don't really know. The, the one that you always do all the time where it's kind of like, I don't know if it's blowing smoke, whatever it is. Shoot, dude. I'm, But uh, we, we need to be able to put more, um, more emojis up on the reaction screen than what they give us access to. Though, this is a way better suite than whatever they gave us. What was it, like six months ago when everything that they had was just absolute trash? <laughs> yeah, when they took away the fist. They the took away thing. the fist. They took away the 100, which made no sense to me. I don't get why the 100 would ever be offensive in any room whatsoever, but they took away the 100. That was a huge deal. 80s flex was always that he still had it and nobody else did because he didn't update his app. Um, but yeah, man. So wait, you gotta, you gotta pin up what your favorite, uh, Yakima mashup is. I want to see the one I always think of my, my person out of like the ones he's made for me. Yeah. Oh, I'm wearing it. So the PFP, I love probably it. The best. With the panda. Yeah, it's probably the best match mashup in the entire, like, history of stonk mashes. And the reflection of the, you know, 500% God candle in the glasses, too. I mean, come on now. Wait, like, shoot. This, I didn't there, realize the reflection not... was hidden in there. Oh, yeah. They, they oh, dude, that's insane. Well. 
Okay. Yeah, I never saw that, man. Yeah, the details he absolutely crushed with that one. Um, you know, it's funny though, and it's like it's perfect PFP style too. Like, uh, it, this is what you want in a stonk mash, in, in my opinion. I may be slightly biased, but you know, the one I always think of when I think of you, I always think of the psychedelics anonymous one from back in the day. <laughs> Yeah, back when we weren't poor. <laughs> <laughs> back back when PA was still like four ETH. Um but yeah, basically. <laughs> um I don't know, but hey, do you like is Polly actually launching his shitcoin right now? Honestly, I have no idea. I I can give a shit. Like to be <laughs> to be honest, uh, honestly, I have no idea. Is that the one that he like grifted for like ten million dollars two months ago or so? Dude, here's my assumption: is that he grifted it for X amount, right? And I don't think it was ten million. You know, I think he did get over a million dollars, though. He basically just created an address that said something along the lines of "you get nothing." Eth, and people just sent him over yeah, he, he made two. He made. You get something, and then you get. Oh, nothing. okay. Well, so maybe maybe it was a couple million, whatever it was between it. Um, and my assumption is, dude, if you get people to send you that much, and you've already grifted your way to that much capital, most likely, you've got more that you can extract left in the bank by just creating the token. So I think it would be low IQ for him not to create a token at this point, because it at least follows through with some type of deliverable. And at the same time, you know, for his sake, he probably also makes a lot more by doing it. So I would assume that he actually is. And I like, I think I saw that he was hosting a space talking about it and people were paying ridiculous gas fees to be able to uh, try to claim it. Has it has it already launched? That's what I'm trying to figure out right now, man. I just saw that he was Thank hosting God, a space, and he had like a couple thousand or a few thousand people that were in it. And whenever I tuned in, there like he just has music going in the background, and the space. Yeah, is I launched. mean, guess at 88 right now, so I mean, it is possible. Without looking at the chart, I'm gonna guess how it's. Gonna yeah, go. yeah, okay, there it is. Polyox, <laughs> he's calling it PNDX, Pond Ox. So there officially is a contract out there that exists and the shit coin apparently is live. So I don't know. Yeah. Again, based on the way that meme coins and everything are pumping right now, I wouldn't be surprised if it does have some type of a move, but you know, like even looking at the Ben.eth later launches that he had, right? Like I'm not sure how the pond ox supply looks like and if it's manipulated anything more than what the ben.eth tokens were um dude i'm already blanking on what the ben.eth tokens were outside of ben.eth because that's how irrelevant that's already become it was like psyop yeah 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 psyop stupid shit so i'm not sure if it's gonna be a psyop type type thing or what you know one thing that i can absolutely 110 percent guarantee you i will make the largest bet that you want to make is that this token's going to zero. <laughs> oh, yeah. Eventually. It's one of those things. 
by the time you talk about it on a space, if you don't own the token, you're gonna lose money if you think about yeah, buying. Yeah, like yeah. you got ten minutes. You have ten minutes after release to buy and then sell in that first those like you know first three five minute green candles, and then it's gonna retrace like eighty percent and relief rally like maybe forty percent from there and then bleed. Like it's the same exact chart printed every single time. Yeah, you know. Dude, I think the one thing that I've really realized over since I sent out my tweet yesterday about meme coins and shitting on some of the tweets that I've seen out there, I've really realized that just in, in general, first off, that that tweet came off way too harsh. I'm not sure if you were listening to the space, but like I think it was more so targeted toward people that were talking about 20, 50K type of coins that have literally zero involvement in those projects whatsoever. So they don't even know what's going on with the contract, what's going on with anything else. Then they're talking about it. Like that type of stuff, you know, where your follower counts higher than TVL. Like it just doesn't really, I don't think that makes sense in any scenario to really talk about. But, you know, I think that I was a little bit too critical from the perspective that I think that there are a lot of meme points that obviously are moving right now. People are having fun. It's part of the meta that has actually been semi-profitable, you know, or I, I say semi because you take the average of the whole of all the, <laughs> you know, all the rugs that exist in the midst of the absolute moonshots that are out there also. And yeah, like, you know, it, it, I felt like a little bit of a boomer for the way that I approached it, man. I feel like I lost a little bit of while I was reading through some of the comments, starting to remember a little bit of the magic of, you know, when I first entered the space, some of the, you know, the fun and some of the stuff that like people do dream of are entering into some of these meme coins and just having them run up. And having everybody else be angry about what's happening and just enjoying the ride as it happens, knowing full well that you may get rugged in the process. Um, would you say that coins like Pepe are easier to trade rather than like Ether, Bitcoin in a market like this? Like it's easier to, you know, gauge movements. You know, I, I think Pepe's already at the point where I would say that it's kind of fully saturated to where it's a main, mainstream coin. Um, but, you know, for instance, like Bitcoin, a.k.a. Harry Potter, Obama, you know, Sonic 10 Inu, it, I actually think that there were some opportunities where it's like I looked at that chart multiple times and it looked incredibly bullish. And, you know, like each time where it had this bullish. It followed through to new highs. Um, give me one second. I send this. <laughs> and yeah. So anyway, like it ended up following through to new highs and it. I do think that the, it, it was a little bit easier to trade both from the technical and the meme perspective than a lot of these other majors that are just sitting out here in this infinite shop. Yeah, that, that's uh, the reason I ask, because I pretty much have the exact same sentiment. Um, 
the little bit of trading I have done recently has been pretty much with Pepe and Solana, you know, on leverage. Yeah. So, anyway, I, I mean, Pepe might trade a little bit more in step with some of the other memes right now, but I, I really just think it's at the point where it's been saturated. Once it, By the time a lot of these reach a centralized exchange, you know, I – it just feels like it doesn't have the same type of special it factor that it used to, right? Like, I don't see anything at this point really distinguishing and making Pepe a better type of investment than just like a doge or a... No, 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 for sure. I just meant, you know, in, in pure pure short-term scalps, you know, it's going to have like a larger percent movement compared to like ETH and kind of go off the same sentiment. So, you know, when, when everyone starts feeling, you know, charts going up, people are bullish, you know, it'd be easier to make a profitable trade on, you know, you know, a quick scalp off Pepe than it would be on like ETH because it's in a tighter truck. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent, man. Like it, it's a, it's a higher beta play. So, you know, if ETH is going lower, it's probably going to be going, you know, it's probably going to lose more. But yeah, if ETH is going higher, I would expect to outpace it as well. So I think it's still a higher beta play on the market. And if you're bullish right here, then, you know, longing some type of coin like that, if you're on the centralized exchange, might make more sense than playing or, you know, not, not even longing. If you're just accumulating some type of spot looking for, um, you know, just waiting until the next breakout actually happens might not be a bad idea to accumulate something along those lines. If you've got the risk tolerance for it, you know, if you're still looking for like a multi-year, just buy and hold, tell your, tell your grandma, tell your parents what to invest in type of thing. I would never tell them at this point to look at something like Pepe, but you know, at the same time, yeah, if you're talking to another DJ down the street, then, you know, probably more fun um question has anybody heard a single thing since last week or actually since the day after pintoshi released those penguins uh, from him about the project yeah uh after the second day like it didn't mint out i haven't heard or seen a single thing about it the only thing i know is that they cut the mint to like 3,000 things is all that were adopted. Um, the last thing that I've seen, no, I haven't really seen anything else since it minted out. I mean, I say minted out since the mint was closed, I guess I should say. So I don't know, man. It'll be interesting to keep track of. I, I still wouldn't completely rule out the possibility of him doing something with it. You know, I, I DM'd him, asked him what was going on with it. And, you know, he told me that there were things in the works that he had planned as far as these partnerships with the games that you were talking about last week. And, you know, he had things that were lined up. And it's one of those things where, I guess we'll see, but yeah, you know, it is a little bit interesting that there have been zero tweets at all that I can find, and maybe I've just missed them since then. Have there been any other major mints at all 
since that, like anything else that's competed either from CT or NFT Twitter over the past couple of weeks, or is it just all been meme coin stuff? Can y'all hear me at all? Like, is there anybody up on stage that's going <laughs> to Okay. Yo, what up, Clay? Give me something here. What's going on, Sandy? Bro, big time fan. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Cleo stand for sure. I'm uh, also a close mutual friends with Bitcoin Birch. I think you know him pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, still waiting for that one-on-one challenge against you for bags, but we'll, we'll take that up on another on another day. Wait, one-on-one on one challenge for... Basketball. Basketball for bags for your Doge bag. I'm ready to play you one-on-one anytime <laughs> you want. <laughs> hey man i i, I gotta keep getting back in shape first i'm working on it you know like my my ankles are glass though that's the only issue oh man yeah that's not good i ha- i kind of have a burner but like i'm sure i'm 5'8 only 170 pounds so you can just like back me down every every time so okay you yeah. know i i might be able to get some post work again <laughs> yeah exactly hey man just uh to touch on the meme coin thing i think like something that you said yesterday i got on stage but i had a work call so i had to hop off um i think like because we've been for the past five months gone up a hundred percent through this last month of just like absolute chop and nothingness people are looking for something right because people are can't sit on their hands they want to degen in something so i think that's why we're seeing all this meme coin activity uh personally i'm i've always been against it but for the one time that i try to like get involved i actually bought some fucking shit competitor of like uh what is the one that went off like roll bit or something like that i don't remember what it was but um and then there was no liquidity and my shit got stuck. Like there, I had a ton of slippage on the ETH when I tried to con- uh, swap it. And now I can't even swap out. Like, thank God I didn't invest a lot. Like, whatever. I just it was like a degen play. But, like, I can't even get my money out. It's just stuck in, the, in that shit coin. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I said, like, there's been a semi-level of success, right? Because people are always going to point out the winners that have absolutely crushed it. And, you know, it's easy to forget about all the others that have just trended to zero. And the majority have, right? Correct. Even the ones that you see people, tw- you know, tweet about on the timeline, you'll see all these people posting their winners and they don't right. post the charts that happen two hours after they posted these wins where they just get completely rugged back to zero. So there's this perception that everything is running and it is, in a sense, for a minute, but the majority of these all just end up getting rugged straight back to zero or, you know, beneath whatever the initial price of whatever person is flexing how they made multiples is pretty quickly. So I know, am it's the, a dangerous game. People are I, willing to play it, but it's a dangerous game. I, I agree. I, I'm the definition of being someone else's exit liquidity. Like I, I was literally that guy. <laughs> so what are you going to do? Have you had any winners though? Um, no, cause like, again, it was like a one-time thing. I've like faded ever going into any of these shit coin meme coins. The one time I try it, I, I got fucked and now I have like a sour taste in my mouth. So I'm going back. Like, I'm not a trader. I'm like a accumulate over the, bull, uh, over the bear market and then reap the wards. Like, that's what I did. I, I literally bought the top of 2017. And then when it went to the bear market, I just had weekly buys through, from 2017 to 2020. And then that's how, like, I feel like that was successful the first time around. So I'm trying to do that this time around and not try to pretend I'm a trader, if that makes sense. Yeah, it definitely does, man. So I'm curious, has anybody up on stage had any of these big winners rooster? What about you, man? If you caught any of these memes that have really taken off and actually found a way 
to exit at a point that you were able to take some type of profit from it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I had a great month from like mid April from like the start of Pepe to like just about a month after pretty much until four, four kind of, you know, and I, I even tweeted about it when it was releasing. I was like, this is going to mark the, t- the top of four is going to mark the top of this mini meme coin season. Um, and then lost, lost a little bit on that. You know, <laughs> I still thought I was, I was a little bit better than the market at the time. So took a haircut on that took a lot of profits bought into some nfts at the local high so took another haircut on that and then kind of just stepped back but between mid-april mid-may yeah i had, I had a great month so what about the the past month as we've kind of seen this resurgence have you been more on the sideline or is it you know just not necessarily in the right the right rotation play like because we have really seen a resurgence the past month where it's felt like a mini April. Oh, for sure. And I, uh, you know, I've definitely missed out on some bags being, I don't know if you've noticed, but yeah, I've been off the timeline for the past month. We're going out paddle boarding in the mornings, you know, just touching some grass, spending some time with the girlfriend, you know, doing other things. Um, yeah, definitely miss out on some bags, but haven't been too worried. You know, I thought probably the worst thing I could do was, come back in and try and chase something. Uh, I did log into an old account though and found like a, a trading bag that I had in there. So I got a, a three little stimmy. Dude, that is always the absolute best. Whenever you're just going through wallets and you find some type of shit coin that's hidden on there, that you didn't realize was still on there. And you're like, Oh man, like I actually have some spare. E- Bro, it wasn't even, a, <laughs> it wasn't even a shit coin. It was USD. I had closed out my trades and it was like, a, yeah. So it's not even like it bled for, you know, the last month while I forgot about so it. So what'd you do with it? Uh, it's still there. I'm, I'm waiting to find a sweet little juicy leverage long to just risk it all on. <laughs> Which might be, doge I respect that. It, it might be doge when it hits uh, your little green zone. Bro, I, I I would love it if Doge actually does do that. We'll see. I mean, I'm I'm I like like I've had this bag of Doge for a while. I hope that it plays out one way or the other. I'm just sitting on it. But my real hope for Doge right now, selfishly, is that I think it would be amazing right before that World Series of Trading competition for Doge to kind of just be at this bottomed out, depressed point where everybody gives up on it and just ride some type of leverage long from the bottom without having to really make any other trades throughout the rest of the month and just let it rip. That would be the absolute dream is if it bottomed out right around the start of that competition. But we'll see. You know, like, it would be it'd be fun. Um, when does that start? And it'd make things a lot easier. August 7th. Okay, so, we're so like, like, all the pre-registration, you've got, like, there, there's a little over a week for the pre-registration. Um, you know, the only minimums for anybody that are trading, you know, just a $500 minimum equity in the main, main account entering into the competition is number one. And number two, to be eligible for anything throughout it, just a minimum of $30,000 of trading volume throughout the course of the month of the competition. So those are the two things. Um, but yeah, you know, so anyway, it starts, starts August 7th and it'll be interesting because actually like it is a pretty big, big bag at the end. If you end up on the top side of it, 
But the issue is to end up on the top side of something like that, as far as PL percentages, you just have to have something like that for a DGen type of play that just multiplies out to be able to do it, right? Be able to catch a big win, multiply it early, and then basically manage from there. Um, you know, then you start managing the risk a little bit more, right? But you know, if you if you play it too safe, which this sounds bad, if you play it too safe most likely you're not going to end up winning anything, right? Like, so it's one of those things where you basically have to adjust your risk curve a little bit, understand that it is either go big or literally go home with it from the get So you're saying it's exactly like a poker tournament. You start off with a, want to do a couple double ups early, you know, sit up yeah. there with fast stacks and then manage your stack properly until the end and then choose your place. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, exactly. Rooster, I play poker, and I was literally thinking the same thing, and you beat me to it. It's just like a tournament. <laughs> so, Speaking and, and I mean, poker, I guess poker, Kaleo. <clears throat> you know, we we should probably put something together for August. I need to figure out when, but we'll we'll get together a stonk tourney sometime in August. Kaleo, you should host a Doge bag poker tournament where you buy in with Doge. <laughs> that would be sick. That actually would be sick. I need to look into the logistics of it, but that would be a pretty sick idea as well because I think there are a lot of people that are just D-Gen Doge, um, Doge accounts that I'm sure would hop in just because of the fact that Doge is associated with it whatsoever. I have a platform that I could help set that up with you if you ever should be interested. Uh, there's a there's an app that I host uh, daily, like cash games, and uh, um, it's called the Poker Two app. So we could also create a tournament style on there as well. Have you ever played on the uh, the stonk tourneys that we've hosted? I have not before. No, this is the first time I hear about it. Okay, you've got to you've got to hop in. We like honestly do them probably once every few months and. What's it hosted on? Uh, what is it, Rooster? Uh, this is just the shitty website, Poker Now. Poker Now. Got I've heard of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we've just hosted them on Poker Now. And, you know, I just look at the winners at the end and just basically right. send stonks from my packs. What's the, what's the entry? Oh, I mean, just owning a No, stonk. it's donating Rooster. Oh, okay, got so it. And he'll accept you. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Any Anybody that owns a stonk can enter. And I mean, typically, you know, these aren't massive rooms. We're talking about like right. somewhere 50 plus, you know, plus or minus 20 people. And, you know, at the end of the day, like I'll just give away somewhere in the range of five to like seven stonks. So, you know, if, like I, actually, I, I think what I typically do is six. So like three for first, two for second, right. one for third type of thing. Man, I feel I feel salty that I missed out on these. I'm I'm in on the next one for well, sure. I'm literally what, in an Uber on the way to go play poker poker at a at a casino right now. Sandy, what you really missed the one year anniversary. I'm not going to be able to match this. Not in the market that we're in. The one year anniversary, <laughs> dude. I gave away a lot, man. I gave away two pandas, um, and you know the panda floor price is a little bit lower. I think it was only half an ETH or something at the time. But I gave away two pandas, a couple little uh, pudgies. Um, I gave away like six or more maybe seven stonks um i gave away some plague frogs um shoot uh, i forget what else 
was in there. I know that like the chubby verse, I gave away some of those. I gave away a lot and there were only like, you know, again, 60 or 70 people that were in the tourney. This time, Claire's giving away his Bybit account. So make sure you're there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that would be illegal, Rooster. Um, but yeah man so anyway we'll find something fun for that either way so I mean we'll we'll, I guess have most likely two in the next couple or next few months because I'll definitely do one even if it's not the same level as the last time you know I'm sure there will be plenty of stonks given away for the two year anniversary as well coming up in October so yeah Got a, got a couple on the plate. You'll just have to look. And we usually do them right around this timing. So, you know, we'll do them during the course of the uh, Friday Wonky Weekly Alpha episode. So what type of uh, what type of games are you going to play right now, Sandy? Uh, I'm about to go play probably just 2-5 at Rivers Casino. Uh, I'm, I'm in the Chicago land area. Uh, the game's pretty good there. Uh, max buy-in is, I think, only a thousand dollars. If we run it up there, we'll go to five ten. Yeah, I won't lie, man. I am absolutely god awful at poker. Um, <laughs> there's a reason why every tourney I just give away stuff, and I don't actually enter and play myself. Um, I, I already know that I'm just going to be exit liquidity. <laughs> Hey man, like uh, it's you know some people are good at trading, some people are good at poker, some people are good at basketball. You're probably you know one out of, got one out of the three at the very least. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, baby, baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, like I I actually played on a live stream. Like I don't know if you ever if you've heard of like the Hustler Live or like Live at the Bike. I went to LA in, uh, in March and and played on Live on the Bike. Now they moved it to L, uh, to Vegas, and that was like. The biggest uh, game I've ever played was like a twenty-five, fifty-dollar blind with a fifty-dollar ante. So um, it was it was a really awesome experience. So I feel like the poker scene and like the crypto scene one day in the future is going to merge really hard. Um, I don't think we're quite there yet. Like Soul Casino, for example. Like I went in there and tried to look at like the poker tables, and there's not a lot of activity. Um, some of the there's some other ones that have imitated Soul Casino, I think, where you could play for uh, with different coins, and it's just like there's not a lot of people playing. But I think one day like those two worlds are going to collide really hard. Sandy, I I agree with you, and I you probably haven't heard this story. I know a lot of people in the audience have, but the funny thing it was back in January, I started volunteering for Young Life again, right? And I walk in to the room. It was a leader tra- training meeting and I'm wearing my wonky stonks hoodie. And I thought there was no way in the world that anybody would know what wonky stonks are, right? Like zero possibility. And I had just realized that I had this thing, broke it out of the box, you know, it was comfortable. So you know, of course I'm going to wear it out. And I walk in to that leader training and within five minutes introducing myself to somebody, he's like, Oh, wonky stumps. That's like the, uh, the Kaleo project, right? Like the NFT thing. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man, like that's my project. Dude drops his pizza, <laughs> he drops his plate of pizza and his water bottle on the ground. And he was like, wait, no way you're so I come to find out 
only reason that he was plugged in to the degenerate scene is because he's a full-time poker player. Like, that's what he does full-time is poker. He's like, yeah, so, like, I there's a lot of overlap between the two communities and that's how he had followed and seen my content previously was because of that overlap. I love that, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to hear more things like that. I think, again, I just think like the worlds are going to collide. Like I think some of these crypto casinos are, you know, I think like there's a lot of poker players that just aren't involved in, in, in crypto at all. And I think they're going to come slowly, but surely. Hi, this crypto casino, there could be another website called metabin.com. Have you heard of it? Hot Rod, I won't lie, man. I could not understand a single thing you said right there. Your mic is a little bit scratchy, too. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry about that. So I was saying that uh, this crypto game called uh, metabin.com. Have you heard of that website? Metawin? Um, yes, I, yes, yes. Metawin. I've never heard of it, personally. Oh, okay. So, what is it? It's basically it's like a website that does give uh, raffles. Basically, people just put in their ETH, like a small amounts of ETH, and then you know, uh, the whole website will do the raffles, and then they will give out the prizes for those who wins. So, yeah, it's actually a legit website though. I actually just today they had this uh, trivia questions, basically ten questions. So basically, 10 NFTs to give out to 10 winners. So I, I was playing the whole time. Uh, this uh, All the questions, I tried to make an answer. You have to give out the answers uh, as fast as possible. I kind of won the 10th question, basically. And I, I, I got the Ether NFT from them. Nice, man. I love, love hearing when there are winners on sites like that. The... You know, it's one of those things, again, I guess, going back to the house, always having the edge um, where you don't always hear about the like the odds. are Actually, I take that back. You hear more about the winners than the losers on sites like that, because the losers are just silent and usually salty and embarrassed about the fact that they lost. The winners are going to flex their wins. You're telling me it's not a coincidence See, that Robit's biggest winners are when they're doing a sponsored stream. Bro, okay, that is, that is like the type of odds that Rollbit gives them. And I think everybody has to know, right? Whenever you look at those streams, there's zero way that it's, and like you can argue about the fact that it is dodgy, right? But I, I think that if you just have some semblance of logic, you know for a fact that this is what's happening. So I don't mind it whenever I watch it, because I'm like, okay, that is kind of badass. But yeah, like, it's insane the type of wins that they just get on a daily basis during those shows. Like, that is not reality. And, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but, I mean, just looking through that, you have to ask yourself, they've been able to give away over half a million dollars so far this year. That's freaking incredible. Love that. But, to be able to give away that much money, there has to be something else happening behind the scenes to be able to afford for Rollbit to be able to give away that much money, right? So, you know, you just have to do the math. The 90% of the off-screen pays for the 10% of the giveaways <laughs> on the screen. Sorry, I'm in the casino now. I might be loud, but I was just going to say, Cleo, 100%, like it's positive EV. 
for them to do that because think about the crowd that is watching those videos and then are FOMOing in losing piles of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that's what it is. So you just have to understand that out of the, you know, say that there are a thousand people that watch the stream, there might be one, maybe one, um, that is replicating something along those lines and the other 999 are paying for the stream and for that one other person. Hey, just as, uh, I mean, just so you know, if you ever get invited uh, to gamble on a robot stream, you say yes. <laughs> you never yeah. Decline that well, it's like the ice pudgy yesterday. Dude, first off, love that for both the pudgy penguin community and for the person that won it. I mean, I, I, and the seller that they just market <laughs> bought this thing listed for you know 80 plus ETH when realistically I think the most recent ice sales were closer to the 30 ETH range. Yeah, congrats and to the seller, was, man. What's that? I said congrats to the seller on that yeah, that, That's what I was really saying. Like, congrats to the seller for having it listed. Because it was the lowest one listed, but realistically, you look through it. It's like I think the the most recent sales were twenty thirty ETH for an ice skin, and that's probably realistically what they were. But Rollbit was like, "Eff it, ape it, we're buying it." <laughs> so it was incredible, and it's one of those things. I mean, yeah, it helps the seller. Um, it obviously helps the person that received it. And it helps the Pudgy community also because, you know, the optics of it. So win, win, win. Um, and Rollbit just said, F it. Like, we don't care if this is the actual, you know, fair fair value market or fair market. It's not fucking our money that we spend in. <laughs> yeah, it's your money. You're, you don't realize it, but we're buying this with your money. It's just redistribution, you know, like call it what you want it, but it is just redistribution of wealth. Um, uh, yeah, man, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I should take that roll bit deal. <laughs> um, hot rod. What's up, man? Okay. So going back to the topic of what I said, I, I was like, my main idea was not to flex. So basically I just wanted to know more about the NFT project that I got the NFT about. So have you guys heard about this ether and ether and I don't know how to pronounce it. Sorry about that. <laughs> So, have you done any research on this NFT project? Because I'm also quite unsure about this project. I never have. No, I mean, I'm, I've never done any research. But the sentiment that I got is uh, uh, wannabe Azuki riding the hype train. And then Azuki fumbled the bag. So, no one gives a shit about Ether. Um, but, I don't know. I think there's some credible people behind it. Not enough to make buzz on my timeline uh, recently, though. So, well, yeah, just to be clear on Rooster's statement, he's never done research on anything. So, um, to knock that, I have heard about Azuki, though. <laughs> uh, okay, if you haven't heard about Azuki, then I don't think you really need to worry about that. <laughs> Ether NFT in your then. World. I mean, what I'm planning to do right now is I'm going to sell off this uh, NFT and then just get another wonky because that's my plan anyway. That's it, bro. That is that yeah, is that's it. The that's the high EV play. Yeah, you already you already knew. Came and asked some questions. You already knew the answer to. Um, Ellis, what's up, man? 
Hey, oh yeah. So I was in a space the other day that uh gold penguin that sold for like uh sixty nine ETH that Rollbit bought. Uh for their their uh bundle or their prize giveaway or whatever. The guy he was like, Yeah, I was actually down like twenty five K to Rollbit and I had like five thousand bucks left, so I just put it into that prize pool and ended up pulling the uh pulling the gold pudgy. And I think he sold it for like forty five ETH or something like that. Dude was on full tilt and actually won. He, he said, "I'm just gonna throw dump the rest of the five k in." Right. And, and came out on top. Hey, I mean, yeah. Sometimes though, sometimes you hit. And he was in a place that you don't have to pay taxes on like game show winnings or like winnings from the casino or anything like that. Oh, yeah. So he was quote unquote from a place you don't have to pay taxes to game show winnings or casinos or something. <laughs> Just mess around. Uh, <laughs> the VPN location that he was using was. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know if you saw that TikTok investors video earlier today where. I still watch some of those videos that pop up. I love those, man, where the guy was like, legal ways to avoid taxes. <laughs> and TikTok investors said, like, a list of ways to be able to ensure that you get audited by the IRS. And, like, the stuff this guy put down on the list that he's making a video of, just the dumbest things in the world that, I mean, it's obvious tax fraud, and he's putting it out there. For the world, is like, who is dumb enough that they're committing tax fraud and then they're making a video flexing that, like trying to show it off? It just makes no sense. Bro, we're in the day and age where people like to video their own crimes and then post it on social media for clout, like uh, <laughs> making the popo's job that much more easy. That's uh, hilarious. Also, like when Blur, uh, when they were doing the airdrop and they were like, <laughs> If you are unable to claim, you might be using a VPN. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. They're like, <laughs> so basically, <laughs> yeah, you might be using a VPN and you might accidentally say that you're located in the United States. So you might want to turn off that VPN so you're not located in the United States. So <laughs> that was the funniest thing. Direct blatant example of like them basically telling everybody use a VPN, you idiot. Yeah, for any uh anybody listening, you know, as much as we do shit on soccer, I am a European citizen. <laughs> yeah, you know, forget the time zones, forget the accent. Forget any other pictures you may have seen me post, anything else. I am as well. Um, so really, really important to just get that out there. I also do not condone or am affiliated with any topics of conversation. Yeah, you know, we are never affiliated with any topics of conversation on these spaces um, ever. So just to be clear about it. All of this is not financial advice. You know, this counts for all 75 episodes, as well as the other unofficial hundred that we've hosted as well. Um, so, yeah, you know, like, just to be clear. The, the word alpha in the title is actually sarcastic. Uh, this is just a wonky weekly Friday show purely for entertainment. Well, no, the word alpha <laughs> is, 
you know, just there to support Greek culture. Um, same with the name Kaleo in my, um, in my bio. So, you know, we just really like to support places of the world because once again, we are European, just like Yakimin. Um, Yakimin, tell me, man, what is going on? What is good in your world? What is good up in Italy these days? Still hot? GM, GM. Everything's fine here. Just uh, very, very, very hot. <laughs> it was a crazy summer until a couple of days ago. It was uh, like living in Africa, basically. <laughs> I, I did hear there was a major heat wave going through there right now. Yeah, yeah. Near my town, there was uh, 47 degrees. I, I don't know Fahrenheit how much is it, but it's hot. <laughs> As a as a European citizen, forty seven degrees is hot. Yeah, and I mean you as a European citizen also, this is not me typing in the background forty seven Celsius to Fahrenheit. Um I would never do that. Yeah. Oh my yeah, that's like hundred and sixteen point six Fahrenheit, which I think is really hot. You know, like again. Not a U.S. citizen, so no idea if that actually is a big number or not, but it sounds big. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if you get to 40 degrees, it's already a lot. So 47, uh, it's, it's basically... Sad. So do you live... What What's like the average on this time of year? You said, what's, what's the average this time of year? Oh, 30, 35 in the summer with, uh, with some spike, yes, but not so hot like this summer. It was a streak of one month. Usually here in Sardinia, there's a lot of wind. So there are uh, some days very hot, but uh, then comes the, uh, the wind and the temperatures uh, go down. But this year it was uh, one month, one streak. Uh, that was incredible. With, uh, we had also some days with uh, with the sand from the Sahara that covered the sun, basically. Dude, I didn't realize you're in Sardinia. So you're there literally in the middle of the, uh, I guess it's not Mediterranean. Um, what it, like, would you still consider, uh, it's a terrain, how do you pronounce that? Mediterraneo, Mediterranean. Okay, yeah. so it's still. Yeah, yeah, it's in the middle. Yeah, which is crazy. Um, so do you have a view of the coast from your place? Like, do you at least, are you able to, you know, go down to the water if you need to cool off? Is it an option? Or if you live in Italy, oh, do you yeah, not yeah. even consider going down to the coastline? No, no, I live in the coast and my town is basically in the coast. 50 minutes walking, I'm on the beach. So it's not a big deal here. So Yakimit basically lives in paradise, is what he's telling us. Oh, yeah. I also shared uh, some photos of, of my town in Discord sometimes ago. If you want, I can share some. But yeah, I basically in a paradise, yes. It's one of the best cities, uh, small towns in, in Sardinia here. We have uh, also a, pa- a sea park, uh, like 20 beaches. Is it crowded uh, by tourists? town. Though? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's one of the most uh, researched touristic uh, places in Sardinia. Yeah, I, I feel like from, that's the uh, thing that I've seen though, Yakimid, is just all these videos of the people that like these coastal towns are just so overcrowded that nobody can actually get down to the water. Nobody can actually do anything there. It's just shoulder to shoulder. And, you know, in the middle of the summer, just completely over congested. Yeah, but we are kind of lucky because uh, where I live, uh, we have uh, just in my town, like 40 kilometers, uh, let's say 30 miles of coast with 20 beaches, different beaches. So uh, uh, the people are kind of spread, you know, the coastline. But uh, in my town, we go from uh, like 4K people in the winter spread in all the territory to more than 100k in the summer oh that's insane um well i'm glad to hear that you're you're doing all right over there right now man i am curious though to hear you know i i want you to post out of that thread that you just posted i want you to pin up at the top your favorite mashup that you've done in that thread and then tell us why bro you know what's wild out of all of my, all 17 that he posted, all 17 of them were the rugs. None of them that he posted of mine were had, like, are, are here. Like the plague, pandas, not like the, the pudgies, none of them. Oh, no, no, absolutely. This so he was, turned trash uh, into treasure is what you're telling me. Yeah, I, I just used the 75 projects uh, that disappeared. So there's no one... Legit project in this thread. <laughs> oh, you're right. I actually can't. That's why I'm dyslexic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know if. Uh, let me see if there's a someone that can be my favorite here. Maybe the neon demon because there's some kind of good colors. Dude, but yeah, basically I, they all. Yeah. I gotta go with the all jungle nice. freak one, for me. The jungle freaks one was pretty sad. <laughs> Like, I legit thought Jungle Freaks <laughs> was going to be the next blue chip, and it was positioned to do so for a minute. And, you know, the, lots of hype as far as the artist behind it. And I feel like the project to was positioned to be the next blue no, chip. No, no, no. Tell, me, tell me you do not remember Jungle Freaks whenever they first got kicked off, and tell me you don't remember them kind of having that type of feel to them. No, for sure. I have but, no idea what that NFT project is. Again, every project back then felt like that. <laughs> but I mean, no, Jungle Freaks was really taken off. Like, lots of success behind it. Up only type trajectory. And then all the fun about the, <laughs> the racist stuff from the guy, which was super sad that, you know, that had never really come to light earlier. Right? And it was something that was just... Anyway, like... Point being, Project died, and that was one of the first ones that I've really seen that had had that arc where it's like, oh, shoot, even if these people are, you know, seem like decent people and they seem like they have their head on the shoulders, you never know what curveballs are going to be thrown that can kill these type of things. So, um, but anyway, I that, that was one of the first honoraries that I was ever given, and yeah <laughs> so, i remember that um oh dude you you put the zeros on there i, I still like the zeros oh yeah yeah <laughs> there are some that maybe 
they're kind of cool, but yeah, uh, if you want about the zeros again. <laughs> um, oh man, I, I see on there. Okay, the first big CT, one of the first big CT hype projects um, by Meme Caso or whatever it was. Uh, what was the name of that project again? Man, this is just reminiscent looking through all these. <laughs> or it was Peep Caso, not Meme Caso. Pepe Caso. Is it not a Meme Land or something? I, I forget. Oh, Sneaky Vampire no, Syndicate. SVS, man. I definitely remember the SVS also. That was no, the I, real question, Kaleo, is when we get in Dogepunks. Dude, like I said, ideally it takes a couple weeks. I, I, I don't want it to happen right now. I want it I want to wait until August, personally. We'll see. Um if I had to guess, I think August is pretty well aligned for that anyway. So, um, yeah, man. I, I just think it's too much of a coincidence that he would put the Doge logo right next to the X logo after the rebrand. A lot of people are just chalking it up to some type of coin. He never had it there before, right? And you think the day that he makes one of the biggest rebrand moves in the history of his career that it is just a coincidence completely that he puts the doge symbol somewhere on his bio. I like, I don't, so I don't know if it's going to be a couple weeks or a couple months, but I really think that it just makes sense to have a doge bag for whenever it happens. Right? Like it's not one of those, you just punt this massive long and you just sit like, it's one of those where you just have a bag, you wait for the day it happens. And when it finally happens, great. But, you know, you just slowly start to accumulate that bag up until that day. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm not in a rush for it to happen, but I'm still confident that it will. Um, you know, it, it is inevitable. Not as inevitable as wonky stonks, but it is still inevitable. Um so yeah man you know we will see but yeah I, i'm just glad people are kind of having fun this week that even in the midst of a little bit of down that there are glimmers of hope across the space that people are finding um the vibes are still immaculate um it's right now it's just all about surviving man like that's all that it is it is just about surviving continuing the grind and realistically you know, survive until 25 and thrive. And, you know, I think 24 is going to be a good year also. Um, 25 is going to be where a lot of fun stuff happens. Um, so, you know, I think the people that are here right now are going to be the legends of the next bull market. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, with that, it has been a fun episode Another great week, Rooster. I'll sit down, try to figure out some good dates for that tourney for this next month. So be on the lookout for that, everyone. Um, and with that, we will see you all here next week. Same time, same place. Uh, wonky stonks are inevitable. See you all later. See you later, everybody. Thanks for coming out. <laughs>